Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, a senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Pastor Jared. It's so good to be here. Thank you for what you have done and Pastor Sue has done over all the years. Thank you for your faithful work and your hard work you've put into this church and into all the locations. I'm really honored to, to be with you. I said this, this in the nine o'clock service. I'm really honored to be with you being over, but it's not only I'm honored to be with you for a couple of days, but I'm honored to be with you, to, to build church with you and to be in the church family. This feels so much at home and I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You may be seated. What a great day to be in the house of God. Hmm. I'm married to... Esther, who is a beautiful lady from Hamburg. Let's have a look. I brought you a picture and we got four great children, three girls and a boy. This is Amelie, Emma, Mia and Niklas. We love them and it's so great to have them. I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. Hey, my message today is quite simple. You would, you would not expect that from a German, maybe. <laughs> it consists of just three words. It's, it is, you want to hear them? Yes. Super simple. You need pressure. I need pressure. <clears throat> maybe you were coming like, I want to hear something good, and you were expecting some good news. Right, here it is. We all need pressure. And I want to give you a short wrap up of the message I've brought in the nine o'clock service. So these guys were really receiving it. I hope that you will receive it. And we're going to add a few scriptures on top of what I was bringing anyway. Are you ready for that? Hey, this is the 11 o'clock service. You all had to sleep in, right? I think you had two coffees. So I think you should be ready for this. So you need pressure, I need pressure, and the Word of God is actually encouraging us to receive a bit of pressure and to embrace it. And this is all coming from James chapter 1. We're not going to have a look at this. We're not going to read it. But the extract of James chapter 1, a couple of verses in the beginning, which is quite challenging, but quite encouraging at the same time, the extract of this is God uses challenges to transform us. He uses pressure in your life. He uses pressure in my life to make us better, to have us coming up at the other side and we are another person. We are a better person. We do have more faith. We have more confidence. We've experienced that God is with us, that we can go through this because He is strengthening us. So three uh, points and a few thoughts on this thought of we need pressure 
from the outside. Number one would be, so this is all the nine o'clock service message. Yeah, you can write that down. It's good to take notes anyway. Statistics have proven that 90% of the people who take notes actually go into heaven. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's a bad German joke. Don't write that down. Okay, here they are. Number one, what to do with pressure? Number one, don't run from it. Matthew 11 verse 30. Jesus is saying, for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. What some Christians just taking out of this is easy and light. So <laughs> Jesus is there for you and me, but we can't just go and dump all our stuff on him. Of course... He comes into his life and by the power of the Holy Spirit, he's with us and he gives us strength and still there is a burden and still there is a yoke. So even if we're with Jesus, we do have stuff to carry, right? Don't run from it. Number two, dismiss all worries. Pressure is good, worries are not good. I had to learn this. The Bible tells us not to worry. What do we do when we are not obeying the Bible, when we don't put it into practice? I learned that the hard way and in the first, first, in the first um, place, this was quite challenging for me. Worry is a sin. Philippians 4 verse 6. Don't worry about anything. That's up front, right? Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. So a good thing to do is to embrace pressure. To say, okay, God, this might be a lesson for my life. This might be a season. You are going to use this. You, you're going to be with me. It doesn't feel great at the moment, but I know you're with me all the time. I embrace it. I'm, I'm not going to worry because... You're for me and you hear my prayers, so I'm not going to worry. Hey, and the third thing that's good to do is don't carry it all by yourself. Galatians 6 verse 2 says, Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. So God has put some wonderful people around you. Have a look to your left side. Have a look to your right side. Beautiful people, amen. Hey, we are in this together. Don't you underestimate the power of a church family. Don't you underestimate the power of a connect group. Don't you underestimate the power of a healthy friendship. We need each other and we should share each other's burdens. Pressure is good for you. You need pressure. God will use pressure in your life and in my life to form us. Within this message I'm about to bring, I really want to walk us into the whole thought of Jesus living on the inside of us. Jesus filling up our lives. Actually, we need pressure from the outside But the best thing to do is to have some pressure on the inside. If you don't believe me, think of this. Have you ever driven the car with a flat tire? It would look like this. Let's have a look. Beautiful car. Might be German car. 
It probably is. <laughs> no, a German car would never have a flat tire. <laughs> anyway, I experienced how this feels a couple of months ago when I was doing what I'm doing during the week. I work for church part-time. I'm super thankful for this. But I have this business. We chop down trees and we do, do a bit of pruning with the rope works and stuff. So, so I have this truck and I had the, the trailer and the trailer is actually the wood chipper on it. So that's 900 kilogram. And I was going um, along the road and that's what happened to my trailer. The thing is, I was not going like super slow. I was actually on the, on the highway when this happened. So um, it completely blew up. I destroyed it. I'm super thankful that's all what happened. So I pulled over, I stopped, and um, yeah. But I can tell you, you're not going nowhere when this happens. I blew it completely. If you're still not convinced that you need pressure in your life, let me give you some more examples. A football, a basketball, or a rugby ball is useless when it doesn't have enough pressure, right? When you're on an airplane and cabin pressure is low, you know you will be in trouble. Pray for me as I travel back to Germany tonight. <laughs> you need pressure. This is true for your natural as well as for your spiritual life. Our lives must be filled. If they're not, they're not functioning like God wants them to be. John, Jesus' cousin, had a revelation of this when he said the following. John 30, verse 30. He must become greater and greater and I must become less and less. Let's pray. We thank you, God, for this awesome Sunday, and we thank you that you are here. We thank you that your word is going to speak. We pray for everybody here in this building, everybody who's going to listen to this message, that your word is going to change our lives, that, that your word is going to empower us, that your word is going to encourage us and equip us to go forward and to move forward with you. We bless all our locations. We bless all the services happening today in Lusaka, in Montreal, in Hamburg. We bless our brothers and sisters and our wonderful church family in Melbourne as well. And everybody says, amen. amen, amen. I'm so glad that the word amen sounds so, so much the same in German and English. So I enjoy that all the time in our Hamburg location and everybody says, and you don't need to translate or we can go like, all go like, amen. And the German one is, amen. <laughs> By the way, when I make awkward pauses and you're irritated by this, this might be because I'm waiting on the translation. We, we always go German and English. So when I stop and make awkward pauses, that's probably because of that. As well, I love you over here. However, when I tend to talk more to you guys, that might be because I'm missing the interpreter right over here. So I will try to involve you as well, but forgive me if I neglect you a little bit. It's just I'm, I'm used to being on stage with two people. 
Today I want to give you three advantages of a life filled with the whole lot of God on the inside. Are you ready for this? Number one, you are making better progress. As my tire exploded, I had no other option than to stop the car at the side of the road. Something was wrong. As I was waiting for the trailer to get towed, even the police came around for a visit. When the police comes around, you will probably notice something is wrong. <laughs> When your life is lacking pressure, something is wrong. When your life is not making progress anymore, ask yourself, how much am I filled with God on the inside at the moment? By the way, if you're here and if you feel like I blew it all up, let me tell you, God is good. And His grace is available. You will move on. It just took me a couple of hours to move on and your life will move on. God is gonna, gonna be gracious and he's gonna work it out for your situation. You might just see the damage at the moment. However, God already sees your life moving on and by his grace, he will put the pieces back together. What's your job in this? To know, acknowledge, and recognize Him. Let's read from Proverbs 3, verse 6. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize Him, and He will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Take God with you everywhere. To know and to acknowledge and to recognize him in all your ways can look like this. Let me give you a few examples. To sing for him as you're having a shower. Who enjoys having a shower? Yes. Hallelujah. To talk to him when you're driving all alone in your car or to read his word when you are waking up, going to bed, or when you're waiting somewhere. We all have these times, right? Waiting at the doctors, waiting here, waiting there. It's a good habit to read the Word of God in these times. And praise God, we live in times where you just put out your smartphone and the Word of God is available. That's so good. That's so good. You're making better progress in your life when you are filled. To be filled with God pays off because you're making better progress. To be filled with God pays off, number two, because you can carry more. The amount of pressure determines the weight that can be carried. Just think of a wheelbarrow. That's something I use quite often. A truck, of course a car, a van, or think of an airplane. The more God is present in my life, the more I'm able to endure certain situations and carry different kind of weight. Amen. My wife is 
a bit upset every now and then, when I'm not as filled as I should be, and when I'm not able to carry the responsibilities I should carry as a husband and father. So I feel the pressure and the best thing actually to, to do is to get filled. To get filled with Jesus. To get filled with more of God. No matter how your life looks right now, If you're struggling with your responsibility, let me tell you, you're not alone. If you're in here and you're running a business, if you're here and you're, you're carrying responsibility, if you're here, you're a parent, you do whatever you do and you are like, hey, this is quite hard to do. Yes, it is. But the best thing you can actually do is Keep coming to church. Keep filling yourself, reading the Word of God, developing the habit of prayer, of talking to Jesus everywhere, all the time, just picking up the conversation again. Just, just, just do it. Fill yourself. The Apostle Paul tells us in the New Testament how we can deal with this. Philippians 4 verse 13, let me read this and would be great if you would read this with me as well. I have the strength, somebody say strength, to face all conditions by the power that Christ gives me. Some of us need a refill more often. We would never do this with our cars, right? Going year after year after year after year. Not checking the tire pressure. Hey, when your life is facing some pressure, check the pressure on the inside. If you feel called to do a certain thing and to do great things for God, you need a bit of pressure on the inside. Just like a plane or a truck is definitely filled because it's carrying a lot. Turn to the person sitting next to you and say, you need pressure. <laughs> say to your other neighbor, you need pressure. <laughs> We need pressure. Hey, you can't just get filled by the message on Sunday morning at church. As I said, don't get me wrong, it's a good habit. Keep up that habit, come to church. We totally believe that God is speaking to us, but this meal, as we consider it a spiritual meal, this meal can't be the only meal you're taking in in a week. I'm definitely having more than one meal per week, said a well-known Bible teacher from America. And that was her point. Fill yourself every day. To be filled once doesn't mean you'll always be filled, right? We are all losing pressure along the way. I regularly check the pressure of my truck that I use for work. The tires of our family van get checked on a regular basis. I'm sure this is what you do with your car, as I've said. Come on, let's all have a daily devotion, including prayer 
and reading God's word. Let's all have our personal worship sessions praising God and lifting up his name. Let's read stuff that builds us up and that will be used by God to give us a greater understanding of who he is and what he wants to do in us and through us. Let's get filled. Three advantages of a life filled with more of God. Number one, you're making better progress. Number two, you can carry more. Are you still with me? Yes. Number three, you are protected. Yes. To be filled at the same times means to be protected. The space in your life that is filled with God can't be claimed by the devil. If we let more of Jesus into our life, this causes our old sinful nature to feel quite uncomfortable because there is not enough space anymore. Let's get filled. Let me put it like this. More of God means less of our selfish and unhealthy habits. Who's ready for this? Wash them out. Push them out. Psalm 91 verse 14. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. The entire Psalm 91 is a hymn about God's covering and protection. Quite a good passage to read on a regular basis. I need Pastor Eli and the football up here right now because I'm going to give you an example of what it means to be protected and to be filled. Have a look, have a look at this football. It can be a basketball if you're into basketball. It can be a rugby or... It can't be a golf ball, by the way, and you will get this. I requested a football because uh, I'm from Germany. We do quite well in football, soccer ball. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. A soccer ball, we do quite well with soccer. Somebody say amen, no. <laughs> If this ball is your life and your life is filled with God, then no matter from which direction the devil is going to punch in, what will happen? All that happens is that my fist is bouncing back, right? If there wouldn't be any pressure, the devil would claim some ground. But I just can't do anything but pushing in. Thank you, Pastor Eli. So good, so good. <laughs> hey, the devil might still punch you. That's just part of the pressure. But if we are filled, then his fist will just bounce back. No matter from which direction he's going to punch in, it's not going to work for him. Let's get filled. One of the best things we can do in order to get filled is to again and again and again and again is to invite the Holy Spirit into our lives. 
Do not underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit. The purpose of praying in tongues is mainly to build yourself up on the inside. I do know people who go on a two-hour drive, which they do anyway, they have to, but they go praying in tongues for two hours. No wonder their lives is, are filled. I've never seen these guys with too less pressure in their lives. They are filled. They are filled on the inside. Don't underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit. For your life right now, maybe it's time for a refill. You need pressure. Let's all stand together. Thank you, God, that you called us to live life with you, to live life for you, and to carry things for you. Thank you, Lord, that it's able, that it's possible for us, and that we're able to grow, to go through certain seasons in our lives with you. Thank you that you are living on the inside of us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit who is living on the inside of us and thank you that you are close, Lord. Thank you so much that you're not just nearby, but you're living inside of us. And today might be the first day for you to really feel God on the inside of you. Maybe you're, you're here and you want to get filled. Hey, I encourage you in this moment right now to open up your heart and to pray this simple prayer, which is just like, fill me, Jesus. Holy Spirit, touch my heart and fill my life. so many people in this room and in this church who are called to carry great things for God and you need to be filled in order to walk that out I wonder what will happen when we all will get filled with more of Jesus on the inside in all of our locations for all that we are called to do I wonder what will happen if we get filled and then walk it out with Jesus with strength on the inside with, with being filled and full of the Holy Spirit thank you God today that you're touching people's lives. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're touching people's hearts right now, that you're filling them, that you're filling up their lives, that you're gonna give them and that you're giving them right now in this moment what they need, more strength, more confidence, more power by your grace and through all that you've done. Thank you, Jesus, you made it possible for us to be with God. Thank you, it's possible for us to have Jesus living on the inside of us.
Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Move in this place right now. Fill people's lives. Thank you, Lord. For everybody who needs a refill, I pray that you, Lord, will fill them right now with your Holy Spirit. For everybody who is here and who is praying this for the first time, being open and receiving um, this power of Jesus for the first time, I really pray, Lord, that it's happening in this moment, that it's happening right now. Your power, your anointing, strength, because you are filling us up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And with all eyes are closed, I would love to ask one more question. If you're here, and if you haven't received Jesus in your life, it would be great to pray this prayer with you today. But I really want to encourage you to give a response to Jesus. If you're here and you've never said yes to this relationship with Him, this is your chance to respond. Or you're here today and you want to come back to God. This is your day and you clearly feel, I want to submit my life once again to God and I want to walk with Him as being my Lord and Shepherd. So if this is you for the first time or if this is you coming back to God with all eyes are closed, why don't you raise your hand and keep it lifted high and I would love to um, see who, who wants to give this response right now. This is such an important decision. Be bold and raise your hand. If that's you, raise it, raise it up nice and high so I can see who's responding today. It's just me and a couple of leaders watching. So this is your moment receive, to receive Jesus, to come back to Jesus. Who is here today? Who is responding? And if that's your decision, just raise your hand and keep it raised up. Great, I can see that hand over there. That's fantastic. Who else? That's great. Fantastic. That's the most important decision in your life. This is making a difference for eternity. And we'll have Pastor Jared up here and he's going to lead you in a prayer. And hey, that's such an important prayer. So why don't we pray that all together. And if it's you for the first time, pray that out of your heart because that will make a difference for you in the future. Amen. Close your eyes, everybody. And if you are today uh, receiving the Lord or you're, you know, really this is a response to return to the Lord, pray after me. And the key again is always mean it with your heart. Mean it with your whole heart is the key. So pray after me. If you're a believer, you can join me in this prayer as well if you're a believer. Here we go. Dear Lord, I come to you now in the name of Jesus. And I ask you, God, please forgive me of all my sin. Jesus, wash me. Cleanse me, set me free. I put all my hope, my faith in your finished work on the cross. Thank you for dying for me. Jesus, help me now to live for you all the days of my life. 
in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Let's give the Lord a great hand, everybody. Give the Lord a great hand. And uh, if you prayed that prayer this morning, congratulations to you. And uh, just encourage you, uh, keep coming to church, keep being in church. And if you head towards the information desk, uh, there'll be somebody there just say, hey, I want to get uh, some encouragement in how to be a Christian. And that's what we're here to do is to help you to walk with the Lord and to help you get into what God's got for your life in Jesus' Name. Pastor Vincent, we all so enjoyed your message. That was so helpful and so insightful. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us and special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.